To have happiness together with others, we need to have metta, goodwill, loving-kindness to each other, to have love to each other. And for ourselves to have love, we need to have metta and compassion for each other. When we ourselves are good towards ourselves and to our family, then we'll have metta to each other. We will have the proper respect. Being a child, we'll have proper respect for adults, speaking nicely and gently, and having a heart of giving and sharing. And being an adult, we have virtue that is imbued with the Brahma-viharas, the sublime abidings. This is very important. We share, and this is something that maintains our heart to think of others. We share through words, through knowledge. So giving various forms of dana, generosity is sharing. We can see that if someone asks things from others often, they will be despised by others. But on the other side, someone who gives often to another will be loved by that person. So from this, we should keep others' hearts joined like this. Because the nature of the mind is that it has stinginess regularly in the heart. We get something, some wealth, and it's hard for us to donate or give it to someone else. It's not easy at all. And the more one gets, the more stinginess and concern there is. Even to share just a tiny portion of it is hard to do. This is something that arises in every person's heart. It's like this. So we need to practice. We train in giving. Like giving alms regularly. Making merits regularly. Whether it is a little or a lot, we do it with determination. Give it with respect, not throwing it away. Because we see that this dana has good results for us. We are motivated to make merit through giving, by knowing what results we get out of doing it. If it is at the highest level of giving, it is for giving up loba, greed. That is a great merit. But if we're not at that level, we think of it in a way to give ourselves motivation about after doing it, what will we get out of it. We train in giving regularly, Maybe we have been practicing giving since childhood. When the monks go for alms and the parents take their child along as well and the child feels like they want to give dana. They want to take some of the things the parents brought to offer it to the monks. This is the feeling of the child because they have old merit done before. But it's not that we do it so that we give everything till we have nothing left or crazily wanting the future results of merit. We do one portion of what we have. It's just one portion. Because with the wealth we earn, we need to gain it through the right means, and we have to support our parents, children, wife, husband. These days it may be having to support the husband too. So this is giving happiness, and so they don't have difficulties. We share some to relatives and friends, making them full and satisfied. And maybe one part is used to protect against dangers coming from fire, from water, like having insurance. And we share one portion to our relatives and loved ones for them to be safe from all dangers. 
one portion is to make merit and do dana with, giving for those who have passed away. We assist the monastics according to our means. And some people who have wisdom give food in order to give energy. They offer water. But these days it may have changed a bit. In the past they offered oil to give light. These days it can be offering solar panels. And the solar energy is used to produce the water. It's like offering water as well. And when the monks and novices teach, study and learn, it uses up electricity. The kitchen making food needs to use electricity. So offering electricity has flow-on results. It gives warmth to the body in the winter. It gives coolness to the body in hot weather, like using fans. So offering electricity or solar panels has a lot of benefit. Those who have faith can gather money to offer for the electrical expenses. And in the modern era it has changed. Before it may have been electricity only, but these days it may be that which produces electricity. And with the wealth that we can earn, we do dana continually. And this gives us assistance of the good results of karma continually. It gives peace and happiness in the present here and in the future as well. Those with wisdom don't feel bad in making merit or building goodness because they understand that the wealth doesn't disappear. The wealth which is given is an outer wealth and it is changed into noble wealth which comes inside. The wealth changes. It doesn't disappear. It's an important wealth as well. But if there's no generosity, abandoning, then it won't come. This is what the Arahant monks say. The more one gives, the more one gets in the heart. But if there is no wisdom, then we think that giving it, it is gone. Then we don't really want to make merit and give dana. In the Buddha's time, there was one layman who wanted to make a big merit and dana offering. But it wouldn't be good to do it by himself. So he tried to get others to gather together with him so they would all gain merit together. And there was one rich man who had to have Bharami spiritual accumulations as well because he was born rich. But whenever someone asked the rich man to donate, he would just give them a little. He would just take a pinch of it with his three fingers to give, just taking a tiny bit. So taking rice to give, he would take three fingers worth of it. It wouldn't really diminish or be wasted then. If he gave too much, it would be wasted. This other layman was intelligent. When he took the rice to cook in pots, he put in the rich man's rice offering into each pot. This layman had listened to the Dhamma in Jetavana Monastery and he was probably a Sotapanna, stream enterer. He had heard that to give and offer dana by oneself and not invite others to do it together as well. Then, when one dies, one will get wealth, but have no following. And he wanted to have a following as well. Some people do not give dana, but get others to do it. Then, when they die, they get a following, but they don't get wealth. So it is different. To give dana and to help others to do it as well, 
one gets both wealth and gets a following as well. But doing it oneself and not getting others to do it as well, then they get only wealth. So what to do? This man had wisdom. He was a wise person, and he wanted to make merit and get the complete results of it. So he encouraged and notified others to offer rice and various foods to offer to the Sangha. Here the rich man, named Cat's Paw, which is something very soft, whatever he would take, he would pick up three fingers worth of it, so it would not diminish or be wasted. It was an excellent stinginess. Have we seen this before? Probably not. Whenever they do dana, they give just a tiny bit. The rich man, cat's paw. They don't do it a lot. He was scared it would finish and be wasted. But this layman was intelligent. When he made the rice, he put a bit of the rich man's rice into each pot to cook. Just one or two grains of rice into each pot, so that it would be mixed into all of it. He was intelligent and he also wished that the rich man's offering would get the most results. The servant of the rich man heard about this and told it to him. The rich man thought that the layman would humiliate him when he offered to the monks in Jetawana Monastery, and if he humiliated him, the rich man would kill him, so he hid a knife. The layman and the people in the village offered to the Sama Sambuddha the perfectly self-awakened Buddha, and the layman said to the Buddha that he had invited a big public to do dana. May all the people who had been invited to give, whether it was a little or a lot, may they all get big results from it. The rich man heard this and still was not pleased. He was scared that the layman would announce that he had just offered a tiny pinch, and if he was mentioned by name, he would stab and kill the layman. But the layman said to the Buddha that even if the donor gave a small pinch, may that dana get lots of good results. So this was important. How? Because he could see the heart of the rich man. It shows that you can't say of a very stingy person that they give just a little. We have to say, may they have a lot of good results with their dana. We need to have metta and compassion. The rich man heard this and had mindfulness come up. It means that initially his attachment and stinginess was really firm. But it wasn't that he couldn't abandon his stinginess. His mind was dark, so it needed to have light, someone with a lot of wisdom to make him have wisdom. His mindfulness thought it was bad that he had done a great wrong to this layman, and if he didn't ask for forgiveness, it would be a bad karma. Oh, so the rich man believed in karma. It shows that the old merit he had done was good, because it would be a heavy, bad karma, then he could give in. Think about it. It was a rich person who had done wrong, had wrong thoughts, a thought of killing someone, but now he could give in and go to the layman, saying, may it not be karma made. And he told the story to the layman as well. Forgive me, don't blame me. The Buddha heard this rich person's story and said that, 
No one should look down on an act of merit as being something small. Don't look down on the dana given to the Sangha with the Buddha at its head as being a small merit. Someone intelligent in doing acts of merit will become full of merit, like a water pot that is open will get full. When it rains, if we have that pot that is open, the rain comes in drop by drop and it will get full. We shouldn't be careless in the merit we do bit by bit, as it will get full all the same. The Buddha said a person should not look down on merit, even if it is small, thinking it won't come to me. Just as a water pot gets full by drops of water, those who are intelligent will accumulate merit bit by bit and they will get filled with merit in the same way. The rich man heard this and gained the eye of Dhamma, attaining to Sotapanna. So listening to Dhamma, we will have mindfulness and wisdom arise like this. But some people see others doing a lot of acts of merit and are worried about them and want them to stop. So they continually obstruct that person's merit. So we have to be careful too. Stopping and obstructing them is karma arising as well. It damages the benefit to people on three sides. For oneself, it is a bad deed in the heart. It stops the gain that the receiver would get, and it harms the merit of the giver. So we have to be careful here, being someone who obstructs. So we do acts of merit, and whether it is a lot or a little, may it all have big results for you. Like I have given this Dhamma about, may you grow in blessings.